How's it going, everyone? Welcome back for another Real Talk episode. My name's Cameron. I'm your host. Whew. A lot's happened in the last few days, both on the provincial level and on the federal level. So, not going to be our usual conversation today, as I got a lot, I got a lot on my chest. So, we're going to get going. We're going to start talking, and hopefully you guys can enjoy So, for those of you who don't live in Ontario, don't live in Canada, you won't know the abs- the absolute shittery currently flooding our country. You won't understand the shit we're going through, the shit our lovely premier, our lovely prime minister are doing. So let's start on the federal level. So over the last few days, they've been kind of they've been increasingly how how should I put this? They've been increasingly almost threatening. Um to censor what we post on social media, to censor what's posted on social media, what kind of music we can listen to, the whole shebang. So basically, a communist, uh, a, not communist, a, democ- a democracy, a democracy, part of, the com- part of a commonwealth monarchy, is currently being shifted into a fucking dictatorship. Justin Trudeau is proposing Bill C-10. Bill C-10 would basically give every form of government the wholehearted right and ability to censor social media, to censor the internet in any way possible. Meaning, we're, meaning what he's doing is allowing for leaders to be a bunch of pussies and not have to face reality. They're like, oh, this person's talking bad about me? Censored. Oh, this person has, a, has an opinion? Censored. Oh, this person is saying that what we're doing is complete bullshit? Censored. I'm sorry, Chris Sky, you're fucked. Um, in my opinion, it's disgusting. I know there's people out there out there that are sh- that are sharing fake news. I know there's people out there that are going around and saying the whole pandemic is a hoax. That what's what's going on is complete bullshit. But there's a difference between monitoring and blocking fake news and censoring an entire population completely in modern day that's unheard of unless you live in north korea then it's literally the only thing they know but we're in canada we're in a free country we're in a democracy and they're trying to ban free speech which is exactly what they're doing and people are going to come for me and say that's not what they're doing at all they're not banning free speech really so what the fuck does Bill C-10 mean then? Because for once in my life of, mo- of watching and listening to politics, I actually support the Conservative Party. The Progressive Conservative Party, which currently runs the official opposition for Canada. If you don't know how Canadian politics works, we have Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party, who are the supreme kind of party in Canada. They won the most seats in the election and therefore control the government. Then we have the Progressive Conservatives. They won the second amount, therefore they're the official opposition and are usually the ones that we're debating with. Then we have the NDP. They are opposition. They're not official because they didn't win the most seats. They didn't win the second most. They were the third. And then so on and so forth. And then elected officials just fill it up from there, whether they're from Liberal, Conservative, Green, NDP, or the Quebec Party, which actually I think they're third. I don't know, but that's because Quebec and Frenchies want to see their government controlling Canada. 
I think out of the three, out of the four major parties, from what I've seen, the conservatives are the only ones that have actually openly spoken out about, against this, and therefore has garnered a little bit more of my respect. I say this very confidently, knowing that it's my opinion, and I don't really give two fucks what, what everyone else thinks about my opinion. I go and I confidently say the the conservative party is full of nutcakes. Aaron O'Toole is a moron. Doug Ford is a moron. And basically every conservative member is a moron. Except, well, maybe Patrick Brown. He wasn't horrible. I was actually considering voting for him. Um, the conservatives, it's kind of like liberal, it's kind of like Democrat and Republican in the States. The Republicans are the conservatives and the liberals are the liberals. They have very, very, very different political view, views and it affects the population negatively because they don't really get much done. They get little done without Trudeau saying, you know what? I'm not going to wait for you to, I'm not going to wait for you to get off your ass and do this my way. I'm going to do it myself and you don't have a say in the matter. Shit like that happens. He signs an executive order and shit gets done. Now, the thing with introducing a bill, the thing with introducing a bill and the way and with the kind of control that the liberals have, they have to get a majority. And right now, they don't have enough people to get to get a single party majority, meaning the liberals, although, yes, they have a good amount of people, they have the most amount of people in the Legislative Assembly of Canada, they don't outnumber the other four parties combined. The, uh, the amount of people elected from the other four parties outnumber the amount of people elected to the Liberal Party, meaning they control the minority government. Majority, for those of you that don't know, majority means they, they overpower everyone else in the Legislative Assembly with numbers. Minority means they have the most amount of people, but they are not, they do not have more than ever, than, they don't have the most people in there. Okay. Basically what I'm trying to say, for for a minority, you have the highest number of elected officials in the government, in the Legislative Assembly of Canada. The one thing that doesn't make it a majority is the other three parties combined have more people than the Liberal Party. That's combined. On, the, on their own, the Liberals have more but not than the other three parties combined, which is why it's a minority. So the thing with that is the Conservatives hold the second most amount of people in the government, and they are so openly against this, it hurts. They've spoken out against it, they've put ads, they've flooded social media, they've done everything they possibly can to kind of say, no, this is constitutionally illegal, it goes against the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and the Bill of Rights. Two documents which I hold dear in my, in my, in my house. So... In a free country, in a democracy, most people will have the right to free speech, the right to free press, and the right to everything. The right to be free. The right to express themselves in any way, shape, or form without prejudice or without being, you know, being torn down and saying, no, you can't do this anymore. It's no longer legal for you to speak out like this. What they're Essentially, what they're doing with C-10 is taking that away from us. That's exactly what they're doing, is taking it away from us. And it's painful. It's painful, it's annoying, and it's actually really, 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 really dumb that they're trying to pass this and show no remorse. Because 
people are already going all through social media and saying, Justin Trudeau, modern-day communist. Justin Trudeau is a modern-day communist who wants to revoke every little right that Canadian citizens held right near and dear to their heart and show no remorse about it, only because people in his government are so sensitive and so self-defensive that they're like, they're saying bad things about me. It's like a little child that's crying to his mommy saying, he, he stole this from me or he said this about me and he did this, he did this, he did this. It's a bunch of grown adults saying, oh my God, they're saying this about me. Oh my God, they're doing this. Oh my God, what are they doing? And they're like, we need to control this. No, because the way they're controlling it is revoking free speech. They're violating the charter, therefore violating our constitutional right to free speech. It's not that difficult. However, there are people in society that are like, oh, I support this. Oh, maybe they should take social media away from some people. Absolutely not. That's not how it works, and that's never how it should work in a, in a democracy. There are so many different types of governments. There's so many different types of leaders. There's so many different types of rules that go around, and it's like, uh. So, think about it from our perspective. This is, this is nationwide. This isn't just provincial. This is nationwide, although I'm pretty sure if Doug Ford had his way, he'd do this. But his government... The conservatives are are openly against it. So, yeah. It, it, it now hurts to know that I voted for him. That I voted for the man who is trying to rip away our right to free speech. And I don't, I unfortunately, I don't see this working. I don't see what he's trying to do lasting. I don't see it passing the government. I don't see it being signed into law. I don't. Because if it's signed into law... There's going to be so many ways to get around it. There's going to be so many people trying to get around it. It's going to be riots. It's going to be everything. Because I, I tell you, Canadians, they're, they're nice and easy on the, on the underside. But take away our rights and freedoms, and we will riot. We will riot. And that's exactly what's happened in the past. And it's typically what happens in every kind of country. Like, if you have democracies or if you have dictatorships or communist states that are trying to take away more rights, typically the people will revolt and riot. Doesn't really do anything in, in communist countries. No, unless you're in Russia, because then he kind of it, it's more of a it's more of a socialist state more than it is communist. But you know what I mean. <sighs> so yeah, that's that one, and that one that one's kind of a beef that everyone's going to have with Justin Trudeau here in the next few weeks. Will it get signed into law? Probably not. Will it pass? Probably not. If it does, God help us all. All right, moving on. We're going to talk, we're going to go on to talk about provincial leadership. Now, provincial leadership over the last few weeks has been wavering. People have been losing support for them. <coughs> People have just kind of given up and lost all bits of faith in the provincial government because Doug Ford hasn't been seen in eight days. He was exposed to a positive test, but he has since tested negative three times, and we still haven't seen him. There's a movement going around online. It's people like people spreading around the hashtag, where is Doug Ford? Where is Doug Ford? He is hiding. He is not coming out. He's not doing his job. And I said this in my last one. 
Doug Ford isn't mentally capable of fulfilling the office of the premier anymore. And that's my, my opinion. But I guarantee you, it's the opinion of so many more. Because he's kind of handed control off to his deputy prime minister slash health minister, Christine Elliott. Don't even get me started on that, which she's about as she's about as bad as it gets. So she's been taking his place. She's been debating. She's been doing all of this. And when you think about it, does he do you like do we think he wants to be premier anymore, or is he? stepping down unofficially stepping down people have been asking people have been like like begging pleading asking 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 where's doug ford where is he coming back like he's still the elected official the elected leader of ontario and he's currently hiding like a little bitch in his bedroom and so far nothing really much has been done without him other than them signing some petty excuse for a paid sick leave into order into law to shut people up three days three paid sick days that will be reimbursed to your company if you have to take sick leave i'm sorry three days isn't enough because some people if they're exposed to covid they're like self-isolate for 14 days three out of 14 think about it they're offering 250 dollars a day for three days that's 750 dollars in 14 day period there's some people out there that make four thousand dollars if they're making if they're like a full-time job if they're a full-time worker say they're making $30 an hour and they work 10-hour days they're still losing 80% of their paycheck so what they're doing is just saying here 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 here's here's what you've been asking for don't don't come back asking for anything else we're not going to give it to you really really you cuz you think you think Ontarians are so useless and they don't go out to work and they don't do any of this shit that they don't deserve that they don't deserve sick leave that they don't deserve paid sick leave to take time off and get healthy to take time off and isolate and not have to worry about going to work to pay their fucking bills and exposing everyone else to covid because i swear to god if i go into work one day and one of my co-workers comes in coughing sneezing sniveling and they're like i have to come in today because i can't get coverage i can't get time off i can't get paid i can't get sick paid then I'm like, dude, just go home and I'll start to go fund me. Because honestly, I'm not willing to risk my safety because the government doesn't know how to provide proper compensation for workers who need to take time off. It doesn't make sense. And they try to pass it off and say, oh no, it, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. No, the fuck it doesn't. No, the fuck it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And I guess that's the main beef with, with, that's a lot of the beef with the government these days. And, oh my god, they've started signing these stupid bills into order, and it's like, emergency orders. Okay, I understand you've declared a state of emergency, but now you're just overstepping the boundaries 30-fold. They're like, in hospitals, if there's someone who is ill and no longer needs hospital care, which, don't get me wrong, I can, I under, I kind of understand what they're coming from. We can transport them to a long-term care home without their consent. I'm sorry, what? I heard that and I had to I had to scroll back and I had to listen to it over again. Because they said, we can send you to a long-term or retirement care home without your consent. 
They didn't say whether you have a choice in where you go or not, but God forbid, if they're sending you somewhere without your consent, you better have every little bit of say in where they take you. Because originally people are like, oh my God, what if they're going to send people who live in like Toronto in the city up north? Like, what if someone who lives in Toronto gets sent to a hospital in Thunder Bay? To a hospital in like Timmins? To a hospital in Sudbury? To a hospital, for God forbid, in like some remote part of Canada that is heart that is accessible only by plane like you can't take away the consensual part of where you send someone and it's and they they did this back in the last one it's like if hospitals are overwhelmed they can transport you out of the area to other hospitals without your consent whether you like it or not i'm like no just divert incoming patients just say, sorry, our hospital's full. You can go to you have to go to another hospital. Sorry, we're full. You have to go to another hospital. We can't take any more patients right now. Rather than oh this this room has someone in it, we'll move them. We'll we'll put you in. No, no. No, that's not how it works. Patients coming in will should go find it should have to be the ones that are sent out and say, Here is another you have to go find another hospital that is not at capacity. We are at capacity and we can't take you. That's what they should have been doing from the start. Because now our hospitals are running into a similar situation as India. And people are like, well, India has COVID so much worse than we do. Keep in mind, per capita, Canada is still worse. Per million, per 100,000 people, Canada is still worse. Only because of the population difference. India's population is one point something billion. Canada's population is barely 40 million. So they have almost, almost 500 times our population. And people are like, India is so much worse than Canada. They need our help. They need, like, you need to send nurses and doctors over to India. Sorry. No, no. We're still in a pandemic. We're in a crisis here, and our hospitals are being overwhelmed and flooded. There was a hospital today that had to close because they're low on oxygen. I'm like, okay, how the fuck do you run out of oxygen? I understand it's compressed gas and cylinders, but Jesus Christ. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot for me to fit into a 30-minute span and um, I'm running out of time, but I'm going to keep going. So they held a news conference today. The province did. They held a news conference today, and they said all adults 18 and over will be eligible to register on the provincial site to get the vaccine come May 24th. Do I see that happening? No. Unless, of course, Pfizer and Moderna get their shit together and start sending us a crap ton of doses. Will people get vaccinated a lot faster? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Like, they'll easily be averaging 120-something thousand a day. But they need the vaccines. They need the doses. They need the numbers. They need to be able to say, okay, we have enough doses to do this. Do it. Because I think it's week it's weekly shipments now. And I think, can't, I think Ontario, out of the 5 million we're supposed to get from Pfizer, I think Ontario is getting something like 1.2 million doses a week. I don't know how many I don't know how many doses are being sent per week. I don't know how many doses like we're supposed to get, but on average we've been getting nine eight fifty to nine to eight hundred and fifty thousand to a million doses a week, out of a shipment of maybe one point eight million. Because right now Ontario is the COVID hotspot for Canada. We have it the worst, and I, I don't care if you want to argue with me on that and say, oh, but Quebec's still in a lockdown. Yes, yeah, so are we. We've been in a lockdown. We've been locked down a lot longer than you have. Yes, you have a curfew. It's doing absolutely nothing. Shut up and stop bitching. 
So, Joe Biden, being the absolute god he is, is sending more AstraZeneca doses north because, well, they vaccinated two-thirds of the country at least once over. 230-something million people have been vaccinated out of 330 million. So almost exactly two-thirds of the, of the American population has been vaccinated just with Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. They haven't approved AstraZeneca yet because apparently it's worse than Johnson & Johnson. Don't ask. Johnson & Johnson's killed people. AstraZeneca, I think, only just killed the first person in Canada the other day. That's because she had a clotting disorder. And Yeah. So they're sending us more doses. This is actually the second time they've sent us doses. They sent us one and a half million a few, maybe a month ago, and they sent Mexico two and a half million. So they're sending us more AstraZeneca because they're not using them. It's sitting in a fucking warehouse, and they're like, here, we have no use for it. Take them. So they're sending them to us, and it's helping because we're vaccinated. We're getting vaccinated quicker. They're speeding up the overall process, and it's working. Because can't Ontario surpassed five million doses today? I think. I think... I'm not 100% sure here, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, Canada as a whole has vaccinated 13 million people once over, and there's been 14.7 million doses delivered. So 30% has received at least one dose. 305,000 were vaccinated today, um, which is actually the most ever. Yeah, it's the most ever. On aver We were averaging probably two, 2 240,000 doses a day until today because Ontario vaccinated a lot of people today. I think we did something we did like 120 something thousand, which is a lot of people. So 13.1 million doses have been administered. 12 12 flat 12 million flat have received at least one dose, which is still a lot of people, meaning there's about another million people that have received both doses. Provided that's probably only about 3%, but still that's a lot of people. Ontario's vaccinated 5. 5,277,000, which is a lot. Quebec is 3 million. Alberta, for whatever reason, hasn't released any numbers, but that's probably just them. Because Alberta's always kind of been awkward like that. Um, but we're definitely getting there. We started slow and we're getting there. So I got I gotta admit and I gotta say they are doing a good job. They're they're doing a decent job. In keeping up with demand they're doing a decent job in vaccinating the country at least once and obviously it's gonna pick up it's gonna keep picking up like it's been on an upward trend since December 10th when vaccines started rolling in it's been on an upward trend and we're getting very 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 close to 15 million because I think they're saying yeah the next the next shipment should put us over 15 million people 15 million doses delivered which is a lot of doses delivered at least for Canada. But people will still share their opinion and say, oh, they should have done it this way. They should have done it a lot faster. They should have done it like this. It should have been done like that, yada, yada, yada. And the one thing I will always say to defend the government, if you were in their shoes, what would you be doing right now? Would you be doing it exactly how you plan, exactly how you're saying you're going to do it right now? Because I doubt it. I highly doubt it. In the moment, I guarantee you, they had no fucking clue what they were doing. And they're like, I didn't sign up for this. What the hell? 
Because I, I guarantee you, when Doug Ford put his name on the ballot to run for premier, he didn't know this was going to happen. He had no plans on this happening. And the same goes for Justin Trudeau. I guarantee you, when he ran for a second office, he had no intentions on seeing Canada through a global pandemic. And that is the one thing I will sympathize with them for, is they had no clue this was coming. They really didn't plan for it, although I, I think there were people who were like, here, in case of a pandemic, because it's not the first time this has happened, the last time it happened was in 2003 with SARS, and they're like, here, in case this ever happens again, refer to this and use it. Refer to it, use it, work off of it, and make sure that we don't run into a global crisis, which unfortunately is what we're in. Will we get out of it sometime soon? I pray to God we will, because my, mental, my mentality is just absolutely fucked. But at the same time, you can only hope for the best, and you can only hope that it works out in our favor. Anyway, that's going to do it for today. Uh, hopefully you guys followed me through all of that and kind of got what I was getting at. Again, if you guys have any questions, anything at all, and you want to potentially, and you want to talk, and you want to ask any questions of me, feel free to follow me on Instagram. It's underscore Real Talk Podcast underscore. And even, and even give me suggestions on what you want me to talk about, any questions you want answered, anything you want explained. I will be more than happy to do it. And ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I hope you all stay safe and have a good day.